Blog Talk Radio. Six men. Radio. 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 Ladies and gentlemen. Yo, my squad stays on point like that, 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 that. Yo, what's up? This is Paris Smith from EPMD, and you're now tuned into Bodega Fresh with my homegirl Nadine, all right? So make sure y'all stay tuned in. Headbanger Style 2013, boy, Swayze. Come on, the whole fam flipping on the hands. 
damn bamboo. Before we go, go and get that on some damn wham shit. DJ Jam representing all the way live from the west side, and you're listening to Bodega Fresh with my girl Nadine. Peace out. Yeah. 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 Red man in the building. Yeah. Mr. Cheeks in the building. What do you do? Do it all, doing the what building. Easy Mo P. Let's yeah. go. Hands up if you want to get high, yo. Hands up if you want to get high, yeah. If you wanna get high, yo. Yes, sir. If you wanna get high, yo. Go one blunt, two blunt, three blunt, four. I've been hot since British Walkers and Corduroys and Bruce Leroy. Before I got my first check, now that last dragon, you can smell it on my breath. Got sativa, indica, drums all in the rug. Mortal when I puff, puff, pass, and I finish up. Red and doing cheeks, beats from the east. Like club on the feet, hash burns on the street. Yeah. I'ma pass this bomb like McNash. Get the wax from high times and I'ma take a dab. Yeah. I take your wifey out for dinner, hit her in the bathroom for dinners, and I leave her with the tag. It ain't a marijuana, but I ain't smoke yet. And if I run out of bud, nigga, road trip. You know your boy Funk Doc get you high from Jersey now. Throw your hands in the sky, let's go. Hands up if you wanna get high, yo. Hands up if you wanna get. High. Hands up if you wanna get high, yo. Hands up if you 
shed is fresh, fresh. That's real near. What it do, y'all? It's your Westside Conrad, your nigga Dub C. Chilling right now with my homegirl, Nadine, doing the big. Throw nigga fresh. That's real near. Don't touch that dial. Yeah. 
Jones chilling with Nadine, and we live on Bodega Fresh for Six Man Radio. Bodega Fresh, your girl Nadine. It's the first Sunday of the month, already October. Can't believe it. Only three more months left in the year. But once again, I come with nothing but the fire for you guys. Independent music at its finest level. Tonight's guest is none other than rap group Tanya Morgan. I got Von P. and Don Will on the line. Say what's up to the people, y'all. What up? What's going on? What's going on? Yeah, you guys, welcome to the show. I'm so thankful to have you guys on. I'm a big, big, gigantic fan of you, and um, it's definitely an honor to have you guys on the show. So I I think I first heard about you guys maybe in 2004 or five. There was a magazine I was reading. There was a, a great article on you guys, and what attracted me to it was, of course, the album cover 
and the name of your group is Tanya Morgan. So, of course, I saw the album cover, and it was a, a woman with an afro with a hat on, right? And I'm like, who's this chick, right? And then I realized it's not a chick at all. It's actually rap group. And at that time, there was there was three yeah. of them, <laughs> right? which was very, very clever. Um, so I definitely want to start off by asking you why naming your group Tanya Morgan? Like, where did that come from? It was actually based around that that album, uh, Moonlighting. Mm-hmm. When we did that, we we recorded that record in uh, 2004. I would say uh, loosely inspired by like how uh, Mad Villain how they become a group just for like that project. Mm-hmm. And, you know, other various uh, groups at the time. I mean, various uh, solo artists or what have you. They were doing their thing and starting our group. So we had the idea. Actually, it was Don's idea to become a group. Mm-hmm. And um, it was supposed to be a one-off. And just this one project, this one, like, super obscure project, which, I mean, of course, we did end up, it did end up being that <laughs> anyway. Mm-hmm. But, like, people, for the, for the people that uh, wonder about it, they would have to check out Moonlighting to okay. really get the meaning behind the name. It's just based on the concept of that first album. Okay. And, um, you know, since, since we took off Ask Tanya Morgan and we got a deal and everything, we, uh, excuse me about that. No okay. Back. Yeah, we just decided to, you know, run with it, stick with it. Oh, that's really dope. So there was originally three of you guys, Von P., Donwell, and Ella Haas, and Elahas is not with the group right now, so how did all three of you kind of connect and meet? Um, well, me and me and Elias had known each other briefly from being off from being from Cincinnati, Ohio, mm-hmm. and we ended up both attending North Carolina A and T for college, and we were literally the only two people from Ohio there, Cincinnati there. Wow! And it just so happened that we had this prior relationship where we knew each other, mm-hmm. and you know, he knew me. He knew me through like we knew we, we knew each other's friends more than we knew each other. And you know, mm-hmm. we both kind of had this like I, I, I used to freestyle at, back back at the crib, and Elias did the same thing. So we would just kind of hang out, man. And like when we finally we weren't really we weren't friends. We kind of right. became friends because we were the only two guys from Cincinnati. So when we finally became friends and like connected, you know, we just kind of. Would sit around and just freestyle for hours. Wow! And then you know, like from there, we started messing around in the studio, recording stuff, mm-hmm. and we built our own home studio. And I remember after that, around that point, like I just wanted people to hear the music, but of course, right. it wasn't like SoundCloud. So we were like, okay, put a message board, and like they're really music nerd message board. I I, I bumped into like Von P, Nicolay, Fonte, and like all of those cats that came from that era. And you know me, just Von was producing stuff, and like one day we I just we just connected. I was like, "Yo, let me send you some stuff." And we, uh, I think Von remembers the details a little bit better. But long story short, me and Von ended up trading demos back and forth, and mm-hmm. you know, like we both just saw something artistically, like like when we connected in the middle, like, "Yo, let's just try to, you know, let's try to like make a couple of songs together and see what happens." Well, that was obviously a, a great idea. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because, it was, um, it was, it was, it definitely wasn't, it definitely wasn't the norm. Like, I, I know that, you know, like, musicians have found each other in random ways throughout the years. Like, I mean, you always have, like, the, the, the stereotypical, like, the, the music store clerk who has, like, a, a, a rock, a guitarist wanted sign up in their shop and, like, somebody, you know what I'm saying? Like, musicians find each other. They've had ways to always find each other. Mm-hmm. We're just kind of on the forefront of using the internet to find one another. So this first um, effort between you was that the moonlighting effort? Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, that that was the first one that we recorded, but it's not the first one that came out. Right. Uh, the moonlighting is like a that joint was a whole saga, really. It was like we finished it in 2004, mm-hmm. and um, I believe Don had a. a the Donald's who does like photography and stuff too. He had a wow. photo exhibit, I think, in LA. And um just a bunch of cats that he knew had came through, one of them being my man uh, Dominic that was trying to start a label. 
mm-hmm. and he was playing Moonlight was just these demos, and he was playing it like after I believe it was he's playing it after like photo exhibits. Dominic heard it. I was like, man, this is really good. Whatever y'all are thinking about doing, you need to try to put this out for real and not just, you know, put it, put the link in the chat room and walk away from it or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it took a long time because we really, none of us knew anything about the music business at all. Right. So we, we, yeah. did a, a, we did a mix it called Sunlighting mm-hmm. just to put something out right away. So we had put that out and that, that came out in like a, it was November oh four. Uh-huh. Put that out, and that, at the time we thought it did amazing because it had got like a couple thousand downloads. And we like, man, that's amazing! All these people <laughs> that we don't know just downloaded our project. And you know, kept kept looking for a deal for Moonlighting. And then the next thing, he had got some advice that maybe we should try to sell something to show we can sell something. So then we did an EP, and that was called Sunset. Because, you know, mm-hmm. we were going from sunlighting to sunset to the moonlighting. <laughs> and we, we did that. That came out. And then that set things in motion. And finally, uh, 2006, we had, like, got a little deal with our – it was through ABB Records at the time. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, shot videos and ended up – we got a lot of good press. And, you know, the rest was like, by that point, remember, we were just doing this one-off, but in right. trying to get the one-off out, going through things, brought everybody, I guess brought everybody closer uh, into, like, you know, you know, you go through stuff with people, and then it's like, all right, well, now we're this, we're this unit that just did this thing. Right. So let, let's do that again. And then, you know, then we did Brooklyn Addy and, you know, kept, kept it rolling. Yeah, at the end, like, we were, we, in our minds, we were like Slaughterhouse. And I say that in terms of just, like, we were soloists, and me and Elias had a group. Mm-hmm. And we just kind of did this one-off art project that, you know, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, like, we all were prepared to put out Moonlighting and just walk away from it and, like, you know what I'm saying, like, still support each other artistically but not be in a group. So mm-hmm. I think when we saw not only... When we saw how successful Moonlighting was to, to to fans and to people around us, we felt like, you know, we felt like there was something there worth exploring for more projects, you know what I'm saying? Like, like cause Moonlighting in itself was just, it was it was very much an art project. It was mm-hmm. very much, it was very much made in a vacuum where we only cared about what we thought. Like, we didn't, we didn't go about Moonlighting, like, wondering, we need a song for the girls and oh man, so and so Phoenix don't like this kind of music. I'm Phoenix, you gotta do something like we just literally made an album that reflected that moment in time for us specifically and like we still make our music for ourselves, but it's right. kinda hard to remain in a vacuum once you've been exposed to people and once you know once you know what a good performance song is and what a bad performance song is and once you know uh-huh. Once you know a little bit about like song structure, like 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 not a little bit, but once you know more about once you've made songs and you you know about your personal like limitations and your your personal strengths, it's hard to go back to the vacuum. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I mean, the release of the albums. I mean, were you were you definitely thrown off guard when people started, you know, reviewing it and calling you up? I saw this interview that you did where you said you were in Cincinnati, you were an admin at a nonprofit, and you got the call from XXL saying that they want to interview you, were you just like, really? Like, were you shocked by that? Like, all the just great acclaim that the music was receiving. You you got to understand that in Ohio, there is, there may be more now, but there is no real music industry. So, like, Cincinnati is, so, like, like like New York and Brooklyn, like you can get Double XL magazine the day it's released. You can like go to a newsstand or like go to the offices and get one off the table. But like in Ohio, we get all our magazines two weeks late. So like mm-hmm. for me and like even then, even to that effect, like you can be in Brooklyn and bump into people all day. But like in Ohio, it was just like it was amazing to me that like a, a publication that I've collected for years and like you know just looked forward to reading cared about our music. Like that was like. 
because I would go to record stores, I mean, go to magazine shops and, like, read through the entire, like, the, the, the full, what's the, uh, the, the front, like, right, about, right behind the cover where they lift all the, like, contributors. Mm-hmm. I read that. Yeah. I was very familiar with who everybody who worked for the magazines were, from the writers to the photographers to the editors. So, like, when dude called me, I knew exactly who he was. It wasn't like, who is this? It was like, holy shit. <laughs> That's crazy. And then to be compared to the likes of um, De La Soul and, you know, groups of that caliber, that that must, like, really blow your mind because I know you're fans of, of these kinds of groups, you know, coming from that era, the native tongues you, and all these things. You know what? Even bigger than that. It's one thing for people to, like, especially when you're like me, at least I'm just a hard critic on myself, and it makes me modest almost to like a fault. So when people say stuff like that, it just makes, in my mind, our music gets worse. <laughs> I like, you know, like, less worthy of whenever somebody says, oh, you guys, you remind me of Daylight, you remind me of Tribe. Mm-hmm. And my mind is like, oh, we just got even further away from being that good, We're, you know. <laughs> but really? Like just because I'm, I'm just like a hard critic on myself. So. Right. Like you know, like it's yeah, like somebody says to you, hello. Yeah. Yeah, my bad. Oh no, I was gonna say it's just like if somebody says to you, because you know I can listen to our stuff, I can remove from it. So like you know how people say, oh man, Kendrick Lamar, it's like the new Tupac or somebody. If mm-hmm. you're a Tupac fan. That kind of makes you hate him before you even hear him. You right. know how that goes? So like if somebody say, "Yo, Jay Z took Biggie's spot," it's like, "Well, mm. forget." You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, so I definitely me, know what like, you mean. Yeah, so when people say that, it's like, "Ah, we suck. We're whack." <laughs> I can understand <laughs> it because you're like you're forming your own your own niche and your own sound. You don't want to sound like anyone else. You want to be like, "Oh, that's Tanya Morgan." Not, "Oh, they sound like." Daylight, yeah. or you know that whole or little brother. Even like when you look your music up, you're like, oh, if, if you like little brother, then you'll like yeah, Tanya right. Morgan. You know. <laughs> you know what? I would, I would say, I would say on Rubber Souls, not to cut you off. On Rubber Souls, mm-hmm. we more or less full on embraced it. Like we right. we we open armed embraced. Like like if, if that comparison is a woman, we we got her pregnant on this album. Like we straight up and down, like like on the low, we were talking about it, like you know, what I'm saying in terms of like what what would be the next logical step, and then bringing in six sets to produce the record, it was just right. like what will be the salve to make this thing go down for listeners to the point where they not only accept six sets, not only right. accept the fact that we're one member short, but just just love the album, and it was just kind of like we were like looking at it like. You know what I'm saying? Like we were looking right. at it like, so we need to just we need to just like do some like do some like damn near like like uh, fan fiction music real quick, just just to right. fuck with people. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> like and I mean like and it, it's it's, it's going to be in such a contrast to what everything that'll follow it is. We were all about kind of like setting a tone for right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like we were making sure that making sure that this album will stand out amongst our catalog because the comparisons are there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in all honesty, it's pretty interchangeable because when you think about when you think about that era of just like Dayla, the Roots, Common, Tribe, mm-hmm. uh, like you could even go alcoholics, you can go so many beat yeah. sets, you can go so many ways. Right. But in you know, in today's culture all of that gets mishmashed into one sub genre. Like one yeah, like, like one genre. Mhm. Yeah, like like some backpack Bobby, whatever. So you know, yeah. we just kind of we we kind of took that one on the chin. Like, okay, so if they're gonna put us in that box, let's just fucking build the best looking box they've ever seen. Right. Let's blow you know it out the saying? water. Like, like that way, that way, you know, like like hopefully they'll have to put other people in the, in the in the our box at this point instead of putting us in other people's box. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, right. Like it, it only it only it only it only can benefit us if we. Instead of like, cause we struck, we, we kept struggling it off for a while. We do still struggle it off to a certain extent because, like Vaughn was saying, you know, you can only be your influence for so long before it starts to just kind of look like, look like you know, mimicry. Right. Uh, so, right. 
we definitely want to come into our own and but while coming into our own pay homage correctly and do it in a way that people will have to look at us away from all the comparisons. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and we have these people are uh, they're mutual fans of us at this point, you know? Yeah. Like, we've, we've had, like, you know, we've been shouted out by the, the your Quest Loves and your yeah. Black Thought, uh, you know, De La... Which means, uh, you know, says volumes, says, yeah. That says volumes because these guys are the best of the best, and they're 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 saying, hey, you're with us up here, you know. So that had to feel yeah, like, yeah. feel good, like, you know. Ali Ali has been on record saying that we're just like legends in our own rights and all this stuff, and like I went and like played him the record when we got done before it came out, and we're mm-hmm. just sitting there. I'm sitting there with him playing the record, watching his reaction to it. And he's just like, y'all got it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it wasn't like, like he just he was he loved the record. You know what I'm saying? Like, and like to be able to, to a be able to go play the record for one of the people who influenced you is like, right, crazy. But two, to be able to play it for him and him to like, look at it not as like, uh, look look at look at the little homies trying to make some music to sound like what we started. But you right. know, like, look at it like, yo, this <laughs> this is a crazy project. Right. You know, I think that says a lot in terms of what we've accomplished with this record. That is incredible. And this this album, Rubber Souls, which is, again, another interesting name for this album because that was also the name of the sixth album from the Beatles. So why did you go in that direction and name this one Rubber Souls? What was the meaning behind that? Uh, It it, it plays into that because, like you said, it was the, the sixth record from the Beatles. So... And it was ours that is produced by Six. Mm-hmm. And um, if you, we this is our third like full album. But if you count, if you count the the EPs, because we put out three EPs too. Mm, so that's right. In a way, this is our, this is the sixth project we've put out for uh, for sale. So mm. it's kind of our this. sixth record too. Okay, so then that makes complete sense, and it's and it's it's getting rave reviews. You guys have been interviewing all over the place with the album, and Six Sense is the producer on the album. What made you guys get with Six Sense and him totally produce this album? Um, me and Six have had like a a long-standing friendship. Um, I'm sorry, me and, me and Six have had like a long-standing friendship for a while now. Uh, Vaughn's known him for a while, and he's just kind of like, you know, he's been like, yeah, I'm about to say, he's been like extended family, you know what I'm saying, in a sense, to where like, for a while he was like my go-to, one of my go-tos in terms of I need a beat, mm-hmm. if I need a beat, and I, I didn't want to bother Vaughn about a beat, or I just wanted to like do something outside of uh, the, the legendary network, I was on the six, and you know, like just being around him and hanging out, I thought that he would mesh well into like, our tapestry because like the way I the way I explain it to people is that our collaborations are all like you know in a in a odd way friend based. Like we don't have a label or A and R like suggesting suggesting us to work with so and so because it'll be a good look for for blah blah blah. We we have people that we've met and shook hands with and looked in the eyes and like, you know, felt some sort of human bond with outside of them being dope. And six is just like one of those dudes where, you know, I broke bread with him. Like I've, I've had, I've had, I have, so, I have so many stories about about hanging out with Six Sense before the record. So it just made sense right. to work with him. You know. So in this album, what can your fans and everybody expect from this album? Uh, um, hey, <laughs> did we lose you? No, nah, I was, I was, I could say, um, they can expect honestly. It sounds corny, but expect the unexpected. I mean, like, like from what I've heard from people, we we put together an album that's cohesive, and it's also full of songs that don't sound alike. Okay. We've got, you know, like we unintentionally touched on a lot of different moods and a lot of different feelings and a lot of different things, mm-hmm. and you know, like with that, it's just lush. It's it's almost like it's it's. Maybe Vaughn could explain it better than me. I get lost. <laughs> I just say lush. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, I would say it, it, like we we usually run with with more of a like I, I think a, a thing that people liked about us was that we did it in a kind of a lo-fi from the basement kind of way, mm-hmm. like the same reason. Aside from just being talented, of course, the same reason I'm a fan of um, Mad Lib is um, because one, he's talented, but two, also, he's talented and he chooses to do his uh, stuff and with that kind of sound. Like, it just sounds like he's in a room in his house somewhere. Mm-hmm. Or like to compare it to uh, Jay Diller, you know, when he does Slum Village or uh, Welcome to Detroit or one of those, Mm-hmm. It sounds like in a basement versus, you know, he go work with Erica Badu or somebody and it just sounds like, it just sounds bigger. And um, it, it, it's hard to describe it without just saying bigger. Right. But it, it's like that, it's that bigger sound versus the, you know, handheld mic in the basement sound that we yeah. normally go for, which is a part of our normal aesthetic. I yeah. think we uh, yeah, took yeah. that aesthetic off for this album. I, I hear there's a lot of um, a lot of live instrumentation going on on this album as well. Yeah, I would say. Oh uh, yeah. Off of what, Go ahead. To piggyback off of what Vaughn said, I mean the album sounds considered. When I say considered, I mean like you know, it means that we weren't in a in a vacuum. Like you know, it sounds like we made this album in a room full of other people, and it sounds like you know we, you know like like Waka wasn't like a room full of random people; it was a room full of trusted friends. Guiding us through the process, like Vaughn just put up some footage on the other day, footage on his Tumblr page the other day of like us making the album. And there's mm-hmm. a session where like we have like five background singers who we're all personal friends with. We have one of our homies up from Atlanta hanging out in the studio. We have other people like people will come through. And we would let that energy kind of guide us, you know. Like so, right. you know, we kind of we kind of fed off of a lot of different energy this time, as opposed to. Our, our, our normal process in a lot of ways is me and Vaughn will huddle around the music until it's time to show it off. Whereas this wow. time, the music was kind of just like, it was like another friend. Like, you know, like, like we would record verses and make songs and have to walk away from them for like a month and go visit them and see what they sounded like and remember what you said. We couldn't like just take this album home with us, you know. Hmm. Well, yeah, yeah definitely a lot wasn't that. A lot of and, instruments, a lot of uh, singing. The textures are crazy. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited to play some of the music on the show today. Um, Rubber Souls is already out, right? You can buy it on iTunes. Yep. It's a, and, uh, you know, wherever, wherever music is sold nowadays, it's hard to figure out where, but <laughs> wherever you can <laughs> pay for it, y'all can check it out there. Yeah. It's all over the place on the internet. Basically, really, I get all my music from the internet now. I don't yeah. go to any stores. I, I, where are the stores? There's no more stores, really, especially in New York. Yes. You can't find nothing. Pretty much. <laughs> you know? So And yeah, then, you know, like, uh, when when you guys first started, though, the first the first album was released, what, in 2003? Well, the first, the very first release um, that you guys did? Oh, uh, six. That was, that was in stores. Like, I remember... Uh, it blew my mind because um, Quest Love had said he went to Fat Beats and got it. And that just blew my mind. And I was like, yo, I, there's, that's crazy. Ten years ago when I was listening to Illidale, I'm not <laughs> like, this guy's going to go to a classic record store and buy my album one day. That's just not going to happen. Mm. <laughs> but yeah. Well, I mean, know, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, now you know, like, now that store's gone. Right. Yeah. Everything else. Yeah, everything is gone, which is really hard to believe. But, I mean, I really am thankful that the Internet did come because without the Internet, I wouldn't know half of the music I know now. I don't think I would even know about you guys, you know, if it wasn't We wouldn't know Internet. each other. We wouldn't exactly. have known each other. <laughs> yeah, because you guys met on the OK Player joint. So yeah. you guys wouldn't have known each other. So, But in a way... It's kind of funky because now it's kind of gotten rid of all those record stores where you could go and you could feel that in your hand and you're looking at the credits and you it, it's it's a whole feeling that you have. I remember when I used to always go to the album to the record store and buy an album. It was an, an exciting time for me, you know. So now it's like the internet and I'm not as conversed as I used to be because 
I don't have it in my hand. I can't see who the producer is right off the back, you know, unless I buy the hard CD to come through, you know what I mean? So You know, I I, I agree with that in a and but in a way I feel like I feel like it's still there, but it's just like it's harder and it's just more rewarding when you find it. Like mm-hmm. we made we made a our our C D our C D has like wonderfully written liner notes. Our vinyl is like color vinyl, you know what I'm saying? Wow. Uh, um, we went through a lot of extra steps and we have bonus tracks on the we have a bonus track on the on the C D that's not on the vinyl and vice versa. And we mm-hmm. went through a lot of different steps to make sure that people like you who are uh, like us who are from that record store era and just love to touch physical products and, and miss that, that when Amazon mm-hmm. or whoever mails that C D to their house, like they get it in their living room. You know what I'm saying? Because right. like, we under, I understand how it feels. Or even if, even when I put out my own solo stuff, like I like to include like a PDF booklet or something, like something tangible, so that like a little extra bit. But it's just like you know, I feel like even with other artists, when like, you like you say you download a mixtape, like I'll just use Quelle for an example because he's a homie. Like mm-hmm. I feel like if you download his mixtape and you're like, oh man, he's crazy. I wish I had liner notes. I'll just go look at his Instagram or go look at his you know, Tumblr or whatever. And like, right. It's, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird kind of fix, but it's definitely, it's there. It's just different. And, you know, I, yeah. I hate to, you know, I, I, I lamented a lot and I wish that it was still exactly the same. Yeah, but I also but recognize that, you know, because the other thing too is that, that it takes, takes money away from the artist. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's one thing yeah. to, it's one thing to like, you know, Navigate the murky depths of the internet, and, like hope that you're selling. Oh shit! Is that Kimbo Slice? Right. <laughs> what? Is that Kimbo? I think I just saw Kimbo Slice walk past. But oh damn! <laughs> that, that just that was a totally threw me off. But like it's like you know like if you're navigating the murky depths of the internet, you know what I'm saying like like as an artist and you're trying to sell stuff, it's one thing to you know how those band clamp band camp sales clicking in and like you know looking at your downloads and your waves. But it's a whole other thing to drop off CDs at a record store for consignment mm-hmm. and call the record store and be like, yo, how's it doing? And, like, know that people physically walked into a building and bought your album. I mean, nothing like that, you know what I'm saying? But Wow. I definitely want to thank you guys for um, coming on to the show. The release Rubber Souls is out now. You guys, please support. And I know you, right about now, I I feel like your fan base is growing extremely large. You guys are doing festivals. You were at the Apple Store recently. And, yeah, it must feel real good because you've put in such tremendous effort and taken time with each and every release that you have. And that's not that's just not someone that's like, I got to get my music out there because it needs to be heard. It's like you take your time and you details about everything, just like, you know, the colored vinyl because the fan – is into all of that. So, I mean, it's an incredible project. I think you guys are an excellent rap group. I wish you nothing but more success, of course, and I'm always going to support you guys on Bodega Fresh. So Thanks, what we're going to do is, <laughs> definitely, what we're going to do is we're going to get into some music from Rubber Souls, you guys. It's your girl Nadine Michelle on Bodega Fresh, and we'll be right back. Feel, son. 
never, never letting fool strip me up. Put it on the glass. I got this shoe still, they put me in the mag. Original. Classic don't mean shit. Cause y'all apply to work, the work's too recent. And I applied to work and play by six cents. I provide the vibe, the native tongue's green lit. And even if. My body rock, can't trap my soul Cause every beat and rock Them taught me all I know Yes, professor, I guess I'll let the streets lecture No tuition, snuck in all semester uh. The red cup, clear goggles, red fitted black chuck. Normal, badass to the nth degree, and I don't have bad days. They have me. Credit check, dues pay, in meet and separate. Well, I'ma stretch them out until they both straight. Catch up, you late. Browse the catalog like you Christmas shopping dog. Over the six instrumental. You get a phone number from a light-skinned hoe. I just offended you, huh? It's a quote and my quadrant never quantizes the quits. My fly shits the shit. Charm city to the sister, your mommy be. And next quickly, your next chick. I walk through bed, stop blasting spec flicks. Give me a check, which is enough to exit. It's cliche, but we on that next shit. Don't forget it.
body reaching out. Lost some listeners cause they saying I'm preaching now. Yeah, this CD has fewer features now. And I'm no longer a student, I am a teacher. Call me Mr. F Triple Dot, it's an honor to meet ya. Left you straight into it, I'm influenced by other leaders. Never planning to blend in, knock me out on the meters. I am top of the food chain, eating you bottom feeders. I am fresher than two chains and white shorts with Adidas. Fresher than from a produce, yeah, I got it from here so you artists can take a breather. Everything I'm saying is coming in clear to your tweeter. Please just tweet it on Twitter and make the people believe us. Tell my haters to hate me like Pharisee hated Jesus. Got my eye on the Judas and ruining y'all procedures. Listen, I'm tired of being a people pleaser. I should have been frugal like Ebenezer. I'm always the only one that be swiping the visa. While my better half is telling me ease up. Now I'm dead it like horses. And y'all left with nothing in these divorces. Tired of the subject, so I'm changing my courses. Matt, I'm tired of holding back and playing this Mr. Nice Guy. From now on, I'm confronting the sources. And you are listening to Bodega Fresh. Please believe it with my girl Nadine House. Yes, 
the sun coming up all bright. California beaming, not dreaming. Speed into the crib, knowing he won't believe me. Once upon a time, this whole balancing was easy. Now everybody's greedy. So confused why I gotta choose. Someone's gotta lose and get bad news. Cause now I got a short fuse. But we can be a team of three and not two. Just trying to make it work. Don't know what I'ma do. I look left, look right. Don't know who's wrong, who's right. Radio, 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 radio.